What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 375. On this episode, I'm joined by Omniscient Art. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, image work, music talk, music plans, making music, the world, mixing, collabs, letters, a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? Uh, first thing I'm getting to is our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast mo. If for some reason you still aren't signed up and you're still listening to these episodes at the end, for shame, uh, you can sign up for a dollar a month, get early access to the, the final run here, uh, pay enough to be a co-producer like my mother, like itsyourboyh2.com, like Graveyard Entertainment, like Forgotten One, and Rico Reds, uh, you know, the homies for show. Keeping us propped up. Uh, I know I mentioned before, but we may move this whole podcast over to Anchor uh, here at the end. So I don't have to pay to up, you know, keep it hosted. And maybe it can live on in the future, you know, for all the people will corrupt in the future with our dumb fucking opinions. Also, we have a merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast mo. So go there, get you a shirt. If you're just like, God damn, this podcast is cool. I want a shirt. I uh, also have a snappy shirt, a Smokelahoma shirt. Both those are pretty dope. I would recommend them. I'm wearing a Smokelahoma shirt at this exact moment. So, um, all right. This week, we're calling the homie Omniscient Art. He's an internet friend. He was on Internet Friends 3 and 4. Uh, you know, two of my favorite song collabs, really, those two. And, um, yeah, anyway, you know, we'll probably talk about music. And I know he's doing a lot of video or image editing, shit like that lately. So, no telling we'll talk about. Well, let's give him a call. Yo, 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 yo. Check, check. Check, check, it, check, check. His name is Greg Buell. Oh. Him, me, and you, we went to the same school. This ain't cool. Can you, I'm can in you a rage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, best. Bet, gotcha. bet, bet. Uh, someone will get that reference. That's where we're starting at with me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so What's man, up, man? How you doing? Fucking, I, honestly, uh, musically, I'm doing a pretty good. And that's what's really important in life. You know, so uh, everything creatively has been pretty smooth. Also, I'm here at the end of this podcast. You know, I keep hopping it up how it's the end. And uh, it, it makes me very sad. But there is also like some sort of um, desire to get to the end. So I'm like, what am I going to do with all my time? What's the next shit? You know, <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool, though. Yeah. What have you been up to, man? Just a lot. A lot of work. A lot of life stuff. It's yeah. Like a lot of stuff. Yeah, I see you working in uh, the studio and all that, of course, you know, that you do and doing all your whole mixing thing. And then now I've also seen now you've gotten into like this image stuff. Like you do a lot of image work. Yeah, I do a whole bunch of like photos and stuff. And that's just like something I've been like liking to do. Um, it's not really a, a service that I offer to people. It's not really like a like something I make money off of necessarily. Right. Uh, I've had a few people like reach out to do that. Um, but it's just like something I like to do with my friends. and like the people that I'm around, you know, I just, I just like showing off our life because this, this is what the life looks like anyway. I just happen to like fancy it up a little bit with uh, just some of the edits and whatnot. 
Right. Well, I think it's a good plan. You know, I think for my lot, the thing that I, I mean, I have some friends that come over, obviously, when we do this podcast. That's why I have a podcast is it forces friends to come to my house. Um, but, you know, outside of that, I don't there's not a lot going on in my small ass town and going and doing shit. So I do think showing like this community and this friendship or whatever, I think that probably draws yeah. in more eyeballs than you think, you know. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. It's like it's community, it's friendship. And, and I like that's what I've been focused on for like this past year is just showing the connection between everybody because like that's that's really what the the whole thing is about you know like i i get that artists are like yeah i make i make music for myself and it's therapeutic and i make it for me and like yeah that's that's part of it but that's the creation side of it like you wouldn't put it in a public space to get shared if you didn't want to share it with people and i i think like we we kind of gloss over the 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 shariness and the connection of what this all is you know like that that's why the the whole oh that's bad music is so subjective because if there's 30 people dancing to it and they're all having a good fucking time and they're making a memory then how the fuck is that bad music right because like that's that's their whole life right now like that's their moment and that's i don't know i I think that's just really cool and uh, i like capturing little moments like that like just it, it doesn't even always have to be fancy it's not always in the studio a lot of times it's just what we're already doing and we're kind of just like out somewhere but you could do this at your house like people could do this at their apartments like it's literally no different right well i, I know for me personally I'm, I'm an ugly motherfucker but every once in a while if someone gets a good candid shot of me that i don't know it's coming <laughs> like i i can kind of look all right you know um like, I don't know if you're yeah, familiar with point. friends and the episode where you learn that Chandler can't smile on command. Like I have that. I, that is 100% a thing I have. And so I'm like trying to always hit on my wife, like, please take pictures of me. But like, I don't want to know. And like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's such a weird thing. Uh, it's like the yeah, other day she a, tried and she's like, you're not posing. And I was like, I don't know how to pose. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, I mean, I, and I kind of like, with, with the people who I'm comfortable with, I'll, I'll like say like, "Look over here, look at my hand," and I'll like move my hand somewhere. I'll be like, "Look to your left, look down, eyes at me," or like I'll, I'll give them instructions to like help them pose in the shot. But like sometimes the better shots are candid, and like that's the whole point because like you you want to capture life as it's happening. You know, that's I, I really don't like a lot of studio photography because it looks like you're in a studio, and that's not that's not necessarily like a part of life. Like that takes me out of like the whole immersion aspect of it, you know? Cause if, if you just look like you're on like a, I don't know, like a bright per backdrop or something like it, it photos are probably going to look great, but like there's no context of where you are and like, not in a real space. And I like people looking like they're in real spaces in real life because that's, you can make that look really fucking cool because all all angles of life are really cool and like they look great you just gotta know how to how to frame it that's it well someday i may learn i took a photography class in college actually because uh i'm I'm an art minor and you should take all these you know uh random art classes to get it and i i remember i pissed off the teacher because i wouldn't let go of the fact they kept talking about the rules of three 
and yeah. they were like draw three lines and then three li- or two lines you know to make three spaces and then the other way and it's nine boxes all right i'm a math major so i guess this is where <laughs> I should and i'm like well it should be the rule of nine and or if anything the rule of six because you're saying they should be in these like intersection points i was like honestly the rule of three is the only thing it shouldn't be called like and i just couldn't let it go yeah, and my teacher funny. was like shut the fuck up i don't care <laughs> uh, but her her biggest compliment to me and i think it's funny because i now make album covers you know sometimes is she said i had uh the best font choice and placement of anyone she's ever seen on pictures like i just we had to add titles or whatever and i was like all right i'll take it i'll take whatever i can get yeah dude i'm I'm horrible with fonts and shit that's why like i can't even do that i just i'll stick to people (laughs) i'm i'm really excited i have like all these uh music plans for the year and i'll just talk about it now might as well uh next friday we're trying to put out the internet friends for deluxe edition because internet friends four got removed and we can talk about all that too i don't care uh and so i really quickly like threw the remixes i had and the other one and made a black and white cover and we're like it's a deluxe edition um and then hopefully that (laughs) stays up we'll see and then two weeks after that I have my single Smoke Oklahoma coming out. And then two weeks after that, I have a single. And then two weeks after that, and then two weeks after that. So I have four singles. And then I have a whole album, which will probably be my last album, maybe ever. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna think I'm gonna try to go do the single thing that everyone talks about, you know. Because I do notice when I put out like 15 fucking songs, which this album is there's going to be some slept on shit, you know, and you're like, well, I don't it's know. just a lot for people to digest, dude. For sure. Like even your even your favorite artists, like it's going to take a second. For sure. Well, and I mean, I think it's just because throughout the years, that's I've always just made, uh, you know, mixed camp in the mixtape world and then transition to this. Oh, yeah. For and sure. so you're Definitely. just like, I got to get a collection. And I was just making these while I was making Internet Friends for. So they just slowly built up to a whole bunch. Um, But I already have four songs done for after this album that I'm going to put out at the end of the year as singles. And then I think next year I'm just going to just see how long I can put out a new single every two weeks until I, yeah. I can't. That's yeah. my new goal in life. Yeah, that sounds like a good goal, bro. But that means I have to make more cover art. So that's another thing. The reason I like albums because I only have to make one cover art. Uh, yeah, that's you know. True. I mean, I find someone to do it for you. No, I, somebody. I yeah, five, I enjoy. It. <laughs> I'll be honest. I really enjoy it. Um, I lost my Apple pencil which was making it easy for me to like paint and you know, draw and all that shit on my iPad. So I'm going to have to get a fucking other one, which pisses me off. But I've been. What uh, are you using? A like, fo- what, what? Photoshop. You're using straight up Photoshop. Yeah, I have a whole, I have the entire suite of Adobe. Um, I don't know how to do any video shit. I've never tried. Um, I know that's something I really need to get at. I'm, I've always had a dream of this whole animation thing, so I should probably look more into that that whole thing. Um, yeah. But right now, I'm just um, making dumb fucking cover art in Photoshop. For instance, the song I just finished is called Brad Pitt. It'll be out like at the end of October or something, and. I Photoshop my face on Brad Pitt, right? And it looks so bad, but funny at the same time. And every time I look at it, I just laugh and it brings me joy. And so I'm like, that's man, I just got to go for that. You know, can't get hung up on anything else. Hell yeah, that's funny. So my wife saw it and was like, what the fuck? And I was like, it's great, right? <laughs> Goals, bae. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so y'all look y'all look out for that one i'm excited about that song at the moment but it's also like the one i've just finished so my newest songs are always my ones i'm hyped for that's usually how it happens so do you have any music uh plans at all or do you just kind of see what happens yeah i have a three song project with uh an artist named mike mars uh me and him did like three songs together and it's coming out hopefully this month it's not something that was like 
That's something we planned a long time ago, but his life kind of got in the way, and it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back until now. Um, and I think the songs are really, really good. One of them makes me feel like I can run through a fucking building. Uh, like, that's how just fucking amped it gets me. But I'm doing those three, and then I just have, like, a list of singles to be doing. But I'm also mixing, like, 30 songs for people right now, 30, 40 songs probably like four projects for people uh, so it's just you know it's just a lot of music going around right now right yeah i've i feel like and i mean you're of course uh you've been helpful in um, moments here and there i really thought my mixing has gotten decent but i still don't think i would ever you know tell someone like i would mix this for you you know like that's just uh seems so like so much more stress of being someone else's project but then also i bet it's somewhat easier you know to not have to have that like ego tied to it you know yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on, like, what the style of the song is and even, like, who the artist is because some people are just way more picky and want way more stuff in their songs. Um, and, like, that's okay, but, like, other people are making some really, really good-sounding music with, like, three stems while somebody else is using, like, 30. Right. And, you know, you can't really tell a difference sometimes. So it's just, like, you know... Whatever the best song is. I'm glad you naturally brought that up. Because uh, something I've noticed, um, and I've, I've really liked the beats I've been making lately. Like, every time I make a beat, I'm like, fuck, I'm just so good at this. You know, I get, like, all fucking big-headed and shit. And, uh, <laughs> but I've noticed they're, like, really simple. You know, like, I have this, pro- I've had, like, a, some certain process down really quickly. And I can really quickly get something pretty cool going. Um, and then I've been going back and looking at some of my old beats and there are things I like about them too. Like I have way more layers and way more shit. And I'm like, Oh, I get where that was cool. But just nowadays I am making a lot more simple stuff and I like it a lot more. And I don't know if it's just like, you know, me personally, or if it's actually better, you know, but I'm like, I don't know. I do think you're probably hearing more. like more, you're probably hearing like more purpose between each, uh, individual instrument and layer than you were. Like, I know, like, I can't say for sure, but like, I know. I know some like sometimes in the back, like in the in the older stuff, I would just like keep layering stuff because I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know how to arrange it. I didn't know how to transition. I didn't know how to like go to the next part of the story. And so like I just kept layering shit, and it would just cause it to like loop around a whole bunch. Right. Well, I had this one trick I used to do all the time. I still do every once in a while, but it'll be like you get three you know, instruments or three snares that do the same thing. And, you know, you'll like for the first pattern, you're going to layer these two, the next pattern, these two, and the next pattern, the two that aren't together. And that gives you three different melody loops that are basically the same, but they're like different instruments. Right. And then I'm like, to me, I'm like, I'm such a genius, but like now I would never really do that. You know, I'd be like, well, that's just a, I don't know. <laughs> like, but it, that's something I used to do. Where I do a snare. So it'd be like, Hey, these snares are kind of changing up, you know, but it's just, I had different ones layered at different places. And I now mean, I would be like, yeah. same snare, the whole song, fuck it. Let's go. You know, I'll change the snares later when I'm making the song or something if we need to, but there's no need in getting bogged down with all that. Yeah. It's really just how you want to, want to create. Cause my, my homie, Abel, he'll layer like, uh, fucking eight snare drums all together. And then like, he'll get the attack of this one. And like, a very very small click from the other one and then he'll get the tail from another one and then he'll get like the middle tone from another one like he'll just have so many and then he'll just print that into a new snare and just like use some variation of that velocity like in the actual production right but like yeah like i don't know i haven't even made a beat in oh fucking long bro like i just don't <laughs> don't need more 
Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, there are <laughs> such a, a zone lately with it that I feel like in the past, whenever I've kind of gotten obsessive with it, which I kind of feel at the moment, I always force myself to take a break. And I'm like, for two weeks, I won't make a beat. I'm going to play video games and reset. And now I'm like, never again. I will quit making beats when I have a day that like I can't. You know, like when I hit beat block, then I'll take a break. But I'm not going to stop if I'm still feeling pretty creative. And I've been getting really into chopping vinyls. Uh or ripping vinyls and then you're going through that and it's i'm still newish at it so it's still like pretty fun and then whenever yeah. you do something and i honestly think that in this brad pitt song is a sample by the way from a billy curtis song y'all go check out billy curtis and um shouts out billy it, the melody and like the the static you get with the vinyl it just sounds so like rich and like the Beats just instantly sound more hip hop when you sample a vinyl to me. Now, maybe I'm just fucking wrong and I'm like, got it all in my head because, you know, I've been into it lately. But it's like it's just easier <laughs> to get like the hip hop feel uh, from vinyls than if you're like just playing the piano on your, you know, VST or something. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah, obviously <laughs> there's, there's a reason it was made like that. <laughs> right. And I, 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 something I hadn't done before is I, I did find one loop that I could just loop, you know, like a, a break beat, I guess, like they would have done in the old school days. And I'm like, oh, you could just rap on this forever. Like you would just do this one little drum loop forever. But I typically yeah. don't sample drums. You know, I try to find just melody only and add bone drums on it. But the other day when I found that one, I was like, yeah, this is pretty dope. I get it. I get why people like this. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Especially now, because like you can just. The way you can remix, like not even like chop up or anything, just like literally remix some of these samples and make, you know, a, a 1930s drum loop sound super fucking beefy. Right. Like really fat. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, and I also enjoy because I'm still an idiot, you know, about it. All. I don't really know a lot of stuff. Like when you mentioned like the attack and all that, like I know the knobs and shit and I have a general idea of what it all does but i'm still an idiot so i'm like let's keep experimenting you know so every once in a while i will get moments where i'm going down a rabbit hole doing some stupid shit but it's like i had to learn i had to figure it out i mean i you you would definitely like the the attack sustain release kind of stuff that's just like the attack is how, how quickly start, it comes to the start of a sound well it's just how it's just the start of a sound like i got just you. that that area and then the sustain is kind of like the middle of the sound of like that general area and how long it, it or how short it is. And then the release is like when it starts to go down in volume, basically where that, where, where that tail starts to kick in is where the release would be. And it's just like a, a combination of all of that. Yeah. And then a compressor is like everything you said, but opposite, right? More or less. <laughs> well, you don't really have to like, they they can kind of correlate but like, like instead of down it's up or whatever i don't know that's how i've heard well, people I, describe I, even, I guess yeah but i wouldn't even necessarily think of the the adsr as a as a compressor type of thing like they can definitely oh oh okay i see what you're saying wait 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 i see what you're saying no so the attack of a compressor is, is how quickly it kicks on versus yeah, but see, I, I'm talking about the attack of a, a waveform. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, so there's, a, it, it, it's kind of the same, but it's just a little different depending on the context of whatever we're talking about. Right. Um, All those goddamn knobs on everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. I mean, it, when like you break it down to the most simple form, like it makes sense, but then you start connecting everything to everything else, and that's where shit gets complicated. Right. 
I know for making beats, one thing that I always tell people, and I sound like a fucking douchebag, I think, when I say it, but I heard it from this stupid-ass Busy Works Beats, who was some dude on YouTube Busy I watched Beats. a long time ago, and everyone hates on him because videos are slow, but that's the first dude I ever watched. And he used to say, <laughs> uh, you got to build the pressure and release the pressure. And I'd be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Right. I think of that every time I make a beat, and it's exactly right. what you do. Well, yeah, that's the part of excuse me, that's just part of the arrangement, you know, uh, right. how, how you tell the story. And so when someone the story is. sends me some, or sometimes I have stuff on the podcast that like is, uh, you know, just the same thing the whole time. And it's like, it's cool, but it like, I feel like you have to have a part where like it builds and then it releases. I don't know. Like there's something to all that, that, uh, yeah. Bring yeah like, I mean, like I keep saying, like there's a, there's actual, like there's a storytelling method in song arrangement and it, and it goes beyond like, the instruments that are playing beyond the, the uh, lyrics that are written. Like it's just the arrangement of start to finish how the listener experiences the song. And some people can do that really well and they can do it with really simplistic things and they don't, don't need a whole bunch of flash or anything. And then other people do need a lot of complex stuff to go on, but people are complex sometimes, you know, like right. that's the whole thing. So with some types of electronic music, like, I remember dubstep first started coming on the scene, man. Like the the more complex a drop could be, the more you know the quote unquote better was to people who had never heard dubstep before, right? You know, because they're all they wanted was something to grab their attention span. I watched some documentary on YouTube called like what killed dubstep or what something like that. I don't remember the exact name, but I'm sure everyone can find it. It's like an hour long and I never really listened to it. So I was like, I'm going to watch this whole documentary. And it basically said that there were thrasher dubstep songs, which is what we all think of as dubstep now. And then like those became so popular that everyone quit making every other type of dubstep. Because like the people at the show <laughs> only cared about the thrasher dubstep. And then so like there's these OGs that are kind of like the hip hop OGs. They're like, fuck this mumble rap. But they're like, fuck this thrasher. Fuck this, EDM. Fuck this dubstep. It's so <laughs> funny that it's like the same thing, but just a different genre. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's going to happen all over the place. Yeah, it happens with country music. I'm sure you hear that a lot. Um, you know, with uh, like my dad is someone who loves old country. But this new stuff is like it's basically rap music. Yeah, it is though. It basically is. <laughs> I uh I haven't listened to him yet, but I saw Willer Walker Jr. Is that his name? He was on a podcast I watched the other day and he was like, All this bubblegum country music and how he makes real country music and uh you know, it's all very perverted. And I was like, well, I'm going to go check him out, I guess, because he talked a lot of <laughs> shit. But I don't I've never liked country music, you, you know, growing yeah. up where I did. I just, you know, I was counterculture, I guess. But uh, I want to like it, you know, like for some reason I've been wanting to get into it. Did, did you check him out? Uh, I've heard one song because uh, he on that podcast mentioned a song that, that keeps getting pulled, which is I want to be fucked by a country boy. And I'm like, oh, I've heard that on TikTok. I've heard someone like, <laughs> and so I looked it up. And I'm like, oh, it is very catchy. And like, if I was like country and shit at 18, I would be like, I mean, yeah, fuck yeah, that'd be my shit. yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Um, but yeah, fucking country music, man. Uh, Blake Shelton's from the town I live in, and that same podcast, he was just shitting on Blake Shelton hell. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, he doesn't live here. His ex-wife, his first ex-wife lives here, so he doesn't come here. It's like this whole fucking political I feel thing. like we talked about this last time. Uh, we might have. Here. We might have. I feel like we have. Uh, and it's, it's somehow this 
people care for some reason, you know, because <laughs> nobody else has anything going on. Yeah, basically. Uh, There's also some Oklahoma rapper on NPR the other day. And my wife came home to be like, hey, there was this dude from Oklahoma that's a rapper on NPR. And I was like, really? And I was like, you know, there's just never been a popular rapper from Oklahoma. My favorite is Johnny Polygon, if anyone cares. Um, But there's just not many. And I looked him up and it wasn't. I mean, I don't say it wasn't good. He was like my level, you know, or worse, something, or maybe better. Fuck, I'm probably yeah. biased. But I was like, what? This motherfucker's on NPR? And I was like, I really got to start <laughs> doing some shit. You know, I need to, I don't know, yeah. do something more it's besides be this computer there. shit, I guess. Yeah, What? what is what is it called? It's like the six degrees of separation or something. Like, you're, you're six connections away from every person in the, in the world or something. Right. They, they do say that. I think there was a movie based on it back in the nineties. <laughs> um, yeah, you just never know who, who, who you're around, man. Right. Well, what do you think about, like, do you have any opinions? I don't know if you want to get into it, but like the world, you know, like the world's oh, kind of falling yeah. apart and people, uh, I think they're, I mean, I think everyone can have their own fucking opinion and thought on all of it. I mean, it doesn't ever offend me. Um, but what are, what do you think about the world? Oh my God. I mean, my own world is really fucked right now. So I just been really focused on that. Like, I don't know how much of an opinion I have on, on outside forces. Right. Well, I think I just get curious because I think you're from uh, Arkansas. Is that correct? Originally? Arkansas. All right. I thought so. I'm actually probably about to go there in a couple of weeks to Bentonville. Oh, word. So. Oh, word. Okay. Okay. I've never been there, but my wife is going to force me to. So check that out. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's probably very similar to Oklahoma, um, you know, as far as the culture and all that. And, you know, I do think guns are, are horrible and shit, but it's like growing up with so many around with people. Oh, yeah. It's right. like, I don't think it's just that, you know, like the, I, it's hard for me not to go back to that. Like, it's more than just the guns. But I get also that, like, just saying, like, it's more than that. And then doing nothing is also really right. fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I think that's the issue is like we want to argue about it more than we want to try to find a resolve. Right. Everybody that's- wants to have an opinion on it, but like. Yeah, and I work at a school, and so I see a lot of people with opinions, you know, about what schools should do and stuff. And uh, I, you know, I mean, I'm, it would be very dangerous. You know, I probably would get fucking shot. You know, I'm fucking mean as fuck to these kids. So, like, I'd be walking in. You know, I'm just an IT guy, so I try to ignore them. You know, I would, I could easily be caught in a, a crossfire situation. But anyone that's like, give teachers guns, I'm like, y'all are idiots. Uh, these teachers can't handle guns. Like I, no, yeah, they didn't. They didn't sign up to teach to also protect children. And right. Kind of Maybe sense. all the ones coming in because y'all put them through some special courses. Yeah, but like this idea that I mean, there's teachers that can't work fucking their iPad. You know, like yeah, the, the smart board fucks up. You want them to, to <laughs> <laughs> like you? Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. Right. So I, I, everyone, and it's it's kind of like sports. You know, like. Uh, the football game happens on Sunday and then Monday morning, everyone has an opinion on how they could have won, you know, and yeah, like, that's exactly. how everyone is now. They're like, well, if it was me and I was the superintendent of this school, I would have done this, this and this. And you're like, okay, maybe, maybe you would have, but right. And even if you were the superintendent of that school, what happens when it happens in the next school? Like you can't be the superintendent of every fucking school. There has to be like some shit in place for this to be prevented. Like what the hell? Right. Well, what scares me, because I, I kind of want to be, you know, I used to be a libertarian or I guess still am. I used to be more liberal leaning libertarian. And now I don't even fucking know because everyone annoys me. Um, and so like in the libertarian world, you're like, oh, less government. But I do feel like the way the world's going, it's going to be this crazy surveillance state. You know, it's like we got to watch where everyone's at at all times because anyone could shoot up a school. So there's like another side of me that wants to be like. 
I don't like the way there's so much fucking drama all the time because that just means they're going to instill more fucking laws and calls like it's a national emergency on baby formula. So now we can lock down this, this and this. And it's like the fucking man, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. I just I I focus on what I can c- control in my own life. Like. I just I got to do that. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, I I need to focus more on my own life. You know, I do think that is part. Of, I think we get distracted um by all these news stories and then you know you're worried about that sort of stuff yeah that's for sure well what else is happening man man i want to talk about the shit getting pulled down oh yeah so internet france 4 uh got pulled down uh because and this is what the email said so i mean i think it was decently uh well by distro kid they tell you that basically a playlist gets caught for uh selling streams or something like that and then every song on that playlist and like album they're tied to gets pulled so i don't know what playlist it was they did not tell me that uh, but that you know it was just going to get pulled so of course i look at the songs and i think it's easy to say well you look at whatever has the most number of streams because that would more than likely be like well they're probably would have fake streams, you know. Um, I do think that's a a way to look at it, but also a lead, yeah, that's a definite lead. I don't know if that's right. I mean, like, I don't know if it's actually the thing yeah. because it could be any. Like I submit songs all the time to daily playlist, to free daily playlist, right. and, I, and I probably shouldn't because they don't do that great. But any of those could could have got caught, you know, that happened to accept it or something, or it could be someone that like just recently has gotten into it and they don't know because for like, cause we know uh, like Soko, all of his songs got more plays, but they also did on internet friends three and, and other projects. And it hasn't happened before. So there is some argument to be made of like, well, this isn't new for him playing this shit, you know? So I don't know. I don't care about it. If anyone, I think you should be allowed to stream your own songs all day, every day. Uh, but I do understand their whole, like if you're paying somebody, to stream it through bots. I get why they're trying to prevent it, but also mainstream artists do that shit all the time. You know, yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering like what, what the threshold is that, that triggers it. Right. That triggers the flag. See, and that at first I thought it was, I thought it was like, there were just so many within a certain amount of time, but I looked at all my stats and it's not like they got throttled at any time around when I got the notice. So I think what the email said of them catching playlists makes sense in my mind, but I, you know, they could be lying. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, I mean, I really, I really don't know either. It's just, it's just funny to me. It's kind of funny. It sucks, but like, as long as it gets back up, it's not a big deal. It's just like, okay, come on. And it was only taken from Spotify. You know, none of the other. uh, Oh, really? Yeah, none of the other places lost it. Um, that's weird. It was a Spotify only thing, and so that's why when I went and uploaded this deluxe edition. That's really just for Spotify. The other sites are going to have both the normal and the deluxe or whatever. but for someone like me, I use Spotify, so I want those songs right. to be available if I wanted to listen to them. Uh, right. Because, I mean, it couldn't be like. Even even if there's like some questionable tactics of like you just spinning your own song a billion times, like even that I don't think would trigger like a response like this. Like it would have to be like. I, I don't know, like several playlist being pinged from like the same area or something i I just don't know i I really don't know because i've also thought of like vpns could be a thing because i don't use a vpn myself but i know what they are of course 
and all that. But like, say if someone was using one and then they like switch their location in the middle of a stream, can Spotify be like, wait, how did this guy go from India to Phoenix or whatever? You know, like, well, yeah, it, it could, but even even then, like, that's just that's one person. And that's like, true. That's true. It, I, I would have to imagine it would have to be on a on a larger scale. Like, that's why it's a bot farm because there's multiple accounts doing this. Like, even if everybody on the project was like spinning it you know infinitely since the project dropped like that's only like what 15 people 20 people like all uh, together 19 people i think yeah 19 people yeah like i don't i don't know this just doesn't like scream threshold that they do right like when i would say if all 19 people played it non-stop since they released we'd have more plays than now you know so it, like, i don't even think we've hit a threshold or the songs never hit something that was like oh my god you know like none of them were more streams than any of my other songs you know if that makes I, sense. I, I wonder if like if it's more of the playlist that right. it got on rather than what was happening directly to uh the like the album itself. Because right. like if the playlist is in question then it, it's probably questioning everything that has been a part of it, you know. Right. And I mean it could be even so- something as simple as like someone that's on this album made their own playlist, included a song, and then told someone they were gonna charge them to be on it. And then yeah, they got yeah, yeah. caught and then you're like, right. there's like all these different ways it could, it could go down. That's why I'm not really worried about playlists as much anymore. I haven't submitted to like free daily playlist or submit hub, honestly, cause no one ever fucking accepted on submit hub. <laughs> waste of fucking time. Uh, but you know, everything you see is like, you just have to get lucky with that fucking Spotify playlist like or get if you put out a song in the whatever first week and it gets however many plays that somehow determines if it goes into people's discover weekly if it does good enough it'll be put in a discover weekly for the next four weeks and then hopefully people like it that it gets put in their shit and they'll like you you know or whatever but i think that's more or less the way it works um i don't know you know if any of these dumb fucking playlists even matter you know to like the spotify algorithm it could but also, if like you're going to f- daily playlist, you submit to a, a playlist, they accept you, and then it's you and then like 30 fucking shitty rappers, then they're going to just start recommending you to people who listen to those 30 shitty rappers. Right, exactly, exactly. I mean, the playlist is only as good as the people listening to it. Right. So it's, uh, there is some, like, I'm trying a strategy of, putting um like all my songs from Portrait and then putting like a mainstream artist that has a song that sounds similar all on the same playlist and I like listen to that every day once and I'm like maybe that'll tell Spotify like this song is like this song you know but I don't know if it's that fucking sophisticated or will care but it's worth a shot I mean, you know yeah I, I, that's kind of how it works yeah I mean, it just has to work on a bigger scale right like, that's literally how it is you know um it, and people just have to actually listen to it like it has to play through you know right um, well, but, yeah, yeah, it, it takes in all this little data. And I think the bot farm them. stuff, because I've seen some videos of it, I think a, a giveaway for like how they catch playlists are probably like when all the plays are 30 seconds, because I've seen these yeah. things. And they're not yeah, even bot yeah, farms. Yeah. It's just like some Asian guy with like 100 cell phones. And yeah. then he like hits play <laughs> and he goes through the whole thing. And then uh, he goes back to the first one and it's at 30 seconds. And then he goes to the net, you know, hits next and then it plays it again. And so it's. I mean, clever, good for them making their money, but um, just trying to figure out how yeah, the robot people are catching them. Well, yeah, I was about to say, because then you just write a script to do that infinitely. Yeah. like So you don't have to manually do it. Uh, good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Bot yeah, farming. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully nothing else comes gets pulled down because I have no free weekends from 
from here on out, from here on out, every two weeks, except one, which is two weeks after my album, I'm not going to, I'm going to take that one off. But every other two weeks of this year, I'm going to put something out. So I need nothing else to get pulled because I just don't have a free weekend to upload it, you know? So anyone listening, don't be paying nobody for no fucking streams. (laughs) You can listen and you can ask people to listen just like I will, but I'm, I get messages every day for people being like, Hey, you want to pay us money for this? And I'm like, no, get out of my fucking inbox. You know, like I'm, but some people I'm sure do fall for it. You know, just like they think there's hot milfs in their area. So I'm sure. A similar thing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, man. Well, yeah. I don't really have much else. Uh, you know, if you do, of course, we could talk. about I'm trying to rack my brain at the moment to be like, if there's anything I've forgotten, is there any new plugins or any, you know, little tricks or tips you can give me uh, oh, man, that you've been doing? What's something crazy I've been doing lately? I mean, it's just all a lot of little things that are that are adding up in the mix now. Like, I'll, like, like I have like seven different aux, like setups for different effects, just like in general. And then I have you know, all my different groups and stuff. I, I just made a template the other day, the other week, like refreshed all of my template settings. Yeah. I need to, I've been th- for like a year. I've been thinking about updating mine because there's do certain it, things. As soon as I open it, I go and do all these things and I'm like, yeah. why don't I just have this in it already? Do but, it. You know, I've just never set like, the time. You can say, save presets for all the artists. Like it'll just save so much time. Cause like in pro tools, you can, just load up the track of plugins with the settings. And so like I'm, I'm mixing may, for example, like I have 12 songs to mix for him. And so every time for like, every time I go to the main vocal, I just load up his main vocal chain and it's 90% done. I just have to tweak the tone a little bit. Right. And then that, that leaves me a whole bunch of time and a whole bunch of resources to go do other creative things, you know? Yeah. It's so weird. I mean, it isn't weird. If you play video games, I think it would make sense. Um, like the same way when you're playing like a, a first person shooter back in the day, like the better, you know, the controls, the more you can do. And it's the same in your dog, like yeah. the quicker you can get to stuff and hot key shit and do whatever, like you yeah. will do more creative things because it like, you don't have to think. Yeah. You just don't think you're just doing it. And it's, it is fun the way that happens, you know? Yeah. I, I think like for, for people still just starting out, like the best thing you could do is prep your session before you even start mixing because a lot of people just hate mixing because they don't prep their session and they don't like clean everything up and they don't organize stuff and they don't route things and they don't load up everything. And like, if you prep your session before you even start moving knobs and faders and shit, like you will have such a better experience because you don't have to, you don't have to wait to load something up or you don't have to wait to go look for that plugin or you don't have to wait to route this thing or the other thing or whatever. Like, Everything's just already set up. And I'm sure working with an artist that's even like more e- like with someone in the room, you know, because and maybe it's just horror stories. But you see all, you know, the horror stories of like, do it quicker, engineer, you know, and then like blaming you for the computer oh, yeah. something, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I hate people working with like that because they want you to work lightning fast, but they want you to, you know, wait on them. Right. Yeah. You know, they all fuck up on a verse, you know, 30 fucking times, but each time they fuck up, they want you to go back and go back and punch and punch and go back and punch. And no, no, no. I said, keep this, not that, keep that. Like, and that's just part of being an engineer. That's not really me complaining about anything, right. but like some people understand that 
shit takes, <laughs> shit takes time and then other people just don't get it. Man. Yeah, I the only time I've really worked with someone I mean there's been a few times. I've taught my friends how to rap before, right? Like that's my only thing. I've had people I've come in and shown them how to write and then I will get a verse and every time they're like, "Holy fuck, this is so much harder to rap than I realized." Like uh, you don't realize that you lose all confidence like as soon as record gets hit or you can, you know, and all of a sudden you just sound like weak and thin and uh, you know, like there is something to having the rap voice on. And so like when skinny, we we got him on a verse and it was very much like that straight out of Compton moment, you know, like <laughs> he, like he started rapping and it was like the first six lines were in the first two lines but you know like he just was all off and i was like oh my god i didn't realize and i was like man it's so different like this isn't freestyling or like i don't it is it's a different vibe um but we got through it but it was like a whole afternoon of like me kind of actually coaching you know a little bit but like hey you gotta do this and then this and yeah i mean that's a part of it especially just being an engineer because some people some people kind of get it some people don't especially when people want to freestyle but they want to make the the freestyle a song is like they'll you know they'll wait and then come in on bar like 13 and a half but they'll they'll start rapping like kind of on rhythm and right. so as an engineer you got to be like aware of how you're gonna move all this shit over and like it's not hard at all like <laughs> you just have to have to be aware of it you right. just have to stay on top when have experience you are the you are the organizer of the session you know like they are paying you to organize the session and make the technical shit happen because they don't know what the, they don't know how to do that or they can't do that like simultaneously right well i mean one part you have to respect them because they're you know getting your services you know like they, they oh, they're yeah, aware sure. of their falls uh but yeah in the other sense you're like you don't know what you're doing shut up oh yeah i mean i still <laughs> use other engineers bro like i right. can engineer myself and i still use other engineers just because like that's a session with somebody that's a different taste than how you would normally have. Those are different feelings than you would get if you were by yourself or with a different engineer. So like I'm recording one song with maybe four different engineers, like definitely three, maybe four and having full sessions with each different person and then taking all the stems from every session and then like copying the best of everything just to see how that works because everybody's going to give me a different type of vibe, but I record the same song with them. Right. Some dude um, that was on internet friends three, Rob, uh, who was on a song. He actually had me mix a song of his. And then whenever I sent it back, he said he, I, he liked the way I mixed the hook. So he was going to use my mix, of the hook, but this other dude's mix of the verses. And I was like, yeah, okay, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, by any means. cause I am sitting back the stems or whatever of it all. And that was fun because like I don't get to do that. I don't collab hardly at all on beats anymore. Um, I don't know why. I get. I think it's just all. I kind of find it pointless. I guess to be honest about collabing on a beat. People are like, I made this loop. Want to put drums on it? And you're like, Can you do drums? Could I do loop? I mean, I don't know. There's just some (laughs) part where I'm like, I feel like it's all for fucking Twitter cloud or some shit. Um, So I don't really collab with producers as much as I used to, but with engineering or something that is fun or you know vocals the same thing like because i don't i'm not in person with someone if someone sends me shit sometimes i might just like i'm gonna throw some ad-libs on their shit and see what they think you know like just try to make it seem like you're in person i don't know because it is kind of hard over the internet to to match the the vibes of this of people you know so whenever you can it's really cool like i think me and you did good on shut the fuck up uh i think the you know i matched that well but it's sometimes it's really hard to match the same energy Oh yeah, for sure. I don't like, I really don't think I can do internet collabs anymore just because it's, 
like it's hard to one it's hard to maintain the quality that that everybody wants to maintain and then two like just kind of like the timeliness of of everything it's harder to to stay on page with everybody when you're not in the same area right well i think like, also- i mean i'm guilty of this shit too but it's, it's just more difficult like when you're not in person all the time Right. Well, if you're out doing stuff too, like if you wanted to ever like perform a song and you the other person was someone states away, you know. Right. So I get the. I think at a certain point for certain people, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, there's a, there's a lot of talent around me, so I right. just I got to work with a lot of people around here. See, there's none. I I know one person in my <laughs> town uh, who raps. <laughs> And I, I knew him in college. I thought he was a good freestyler and all that. And I even hooked him up with Strong Maurice, who's this dude on the internet that I really like as a producer. Oh, yeah, yeah. This dude really wanted to work with him. And I hit him up. And Strong Maurice is like, man, this dude's harassing me. And I was like, oh, he's cool. He's cool. I gave him like the, <laughs> he's cool. And then now neither one of them talked to me. They just make music together. Uh, this dude wouldn't be on internet friends. He claimed he didn't have a studio, but yet he's putting songs out all the time. And then, uh, so I don't know. I feel some type of way about it. But then again, I just tuck it in in my hat and I hear my music and his. And I'm like, mine's way better. You know, like, I don't know if it is, but I tell myself that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just try to do what I can. Yeah. I mean, you just got to focus on you and, and do what you can do. Right. I mean, it, it really is. like, And something you said earlier, and I'll, I'm going to end it on this. Uh, you know, like I, you mentioned like people uh, say they make their music for themselves, but there is more to it than that. And I kind of think of it uh, like sex in a way because I do make the music for myself good. in a way. Like I, I listen to it, I think good. I'm good. But you know, it's like you want to have sex with your lady or your man, whoever's out there. Listen, I don't give a fuck. We're neither of those. You know, we're progressive here. And um, yeah, if I want to, and then my wife was like, sure. That's a yeah, we can you know, like that sort of reaction. That's like me being excited about a song. But then when it comes out, people are like, oh, it's all right. You know, like, I don't want that. I want my wife to be like, I want to fuck you, too. And then so, like, when you have that song come out, you want people to hear and be like, bro, you fucking kill it. But it just doesn't always happen. It rarely happens, I would say, you know, so um, there is it would be a lot better. So like in sex, it is fine. You can have sex with your wife or partner when they're just doing it as a chore. But it's way better when they want to, you know, so it's the same like it's way better when someone likes the music you put out. So you can say it's for yourself all you want. But if everyone else is like, yeah, that sucks, you're not going to feel good about it. Like you. Yeah, you want I think that. that's that's when you need to get like around people. Because like it's it's so easy to just be dismissive on the internet, especially like there's some really really cool stuff happening on the internet that I will scroll past in point two seconds. Right, like bro, some dude made a massive uh, portrait of LeBron James by bouncing a basketball in a cornfield. Like who the fuck does that? It took him like two and a half hours, and I scrolled past it in two seconds. Right. Like it, but, but if you were to come up to me, like straight up to me and be like, Hey bro, I just spent the last three hours bouncing this basketball in this cornfield. And now it's a picture of LeBron James. If you were to fucking tell me that in real life, I'd be like, Holy fuck. You're a madman. Yeah. That's take me crazy. to it. We're out of take me it. to it. Right. Right. Like that there is, it's, there's just such a difference of getting in, in the room with people. Right. Like it, it, it just really is. Well, it doesn't someday, have to be with the right people, just with people. When I make my trip to Nashville, you know, I'll have to swing by the yeah, studio, bro. you know. Pull up. Pull up. We got three rooms running right now. A, B, and C. I got to be an A because I, I like the letter A, as you probably could guess. 
<laughs> I, I wonder why. Yeah, I always wonder if other people are obsessed with it. You know, my first name's Aaron, which starts with two A's. So it's a very A dominant name. And like A A Ron. Exactly. And so like I've always really enjoyed the letter A. Like uh I like the symmetry of it. I like like from a design standpoint, the letter A. Oh yeah, for and, sure. Uh, you know, all, there's a lot to it. Um, but I always wonder if like someone with like, you know, the name Jeff with a G, do they like love G's? Is like that a big yeah. thing to them or not? I don't know. Yeah. The J the G E O. Yeah. Joff. Yeah. Fucking weird ass name. I uh, hate it whenever it was uh, <laughs> it's in books and you're like, what is this? <laughs> I'm all saying Jeff. Fucking half the book. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, it's a Jeff gift shit. Um, all right, man. Well, uh, I think this is a decent enough episode. Appreciate you being on. Probably won't be back on. Who knows? Yeah, you know, we, we don't have many, many of these left. Uh, but, you know, I think you were on. I don't know, five or six times if I had to guess. I would have to go back and count, but it, I lost yeah, track, I, you know. Really, I really, I was going to come on here and just talk some shit, but like, I just, I'm just too tired today to, to do all that. Well, so y'all got uh, saved from that one out there, audience. <laughs> yeah, right. But, I'm right. watching you. Peace, bro. Peace. Load up that AMO. I'ma shoot my shot when these bitches pop it. run that pay. So looking at all this way, whoa. Book out like sold out show. New gold don't sell my soul. We push, you push for show. Why would I? Where do I know you from? Why would I owe you some? I do not know you, son. You ain't the only one. They all wanna box me. Never could match. How to get ugly? Where was you at? Down in this dirt, we were slinging this mud. Paying my dues, then we running this up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Talking like you got it. Why you acting like I'm stuck up? I ain't got the time. Sweaty guy, bitch, you fucked up. What a waste of mine. You ain't never been in one. Just want to finish mine. Finish mine. Shut the fuck up. Talking like you got it. Why you acting like I'm stuck up? I ain't got the time. Sweaty guy, bitch, you fucked up. What a waste of mine. You ain't never been in one. Just want to finish mine. Finish mine. On your mic, ready, set, go Everybody wanna talk, but they forget about Mo Kinda corny though, yeah I know, but can't afford it I mean like, haven't you heard my flow? When I feel it, I kill it like psychosexual serial killers Reveal how I deal, couldn't really be realer While they online just fake fighting like it's Triller I'm not about it, so fuck all your outfits I'm probably just dressed like us, don't account My ego has grown to a mountain And no way around it, the way to be bouncing What you gon' do about it? We way past a hundred, like millions on thousands Get your spouses out of blouses and seat them like Cloudland Ounces in my pouches, I'm stolen on the couch And I'm making the crowd jam Y'all need to shut the fuck up when y'all talking to me What? Just like stop talking to me unless you on a team and I'm off that Y'all just hoes looking for John's a contact Love all the bonds, I ain't tripping on contracts But watch your toner, I'm taking the songs back Ram about racks, ain't got that quiet Now I bet they know that I'm all that Where the line drawn at? Take 10 pace, turn around and they know I'm the straw hat None of y'all really doing combat Going off like a good launch pad Ain't really y'all bad, been a smart day Spark J's under archways into a large chase Honestly, I think I gotta agree part way with what I say So, um just shut the fuck up Talking like you die Why you acting like I'm stuck up? Yeah!